We welcome Matthew Price to the show. Welcome, Matthew. Hello, thank you very much for having me. So, Matthew, what are you here to talk to us about today? Okay, so um, since 2007, um, I've been doing historical walks for the LGBT community. Um, and I've just been doing them on a voluntary basis. And yeah, I just come here to talk about what I do, um, just in case anyone's interested in coming along. How long have you been doing these tours for? Um, so, it's 2007, so it's 30. 13 years ago now. Oh, wow. Um, so a very long time ago now. So I've been kind of been doing two a year. So when you say a historical walking tour, like, is it like, you know, when you go round, you know, like uh, the London Tower Bridge or, or the Underground? Um, what am I thinking of? Where they take you, where they chop off heads? Is it a bit like <laughs> that? Like a there's no, <laughs> um, yeah, so it's um, there's no um, beheading going on in the history walks. Oh, so I like to reassure people. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, basically, the premise behind them is um, I just sort of show a group of Bristol people around Bristol, um, show, talk about the history of the area. So they they can cover. A, a, I do different themes each time. So I tend to do like a like a general theme like theatre, crime or English Civil War or an area of Bristol, so Bedminster, like the Downs or Old Market Street uh, or an era like Saxon, Victorian or Medieval. So they're kind of different themes but the whole premise of them is as a way to um, allow members of the LGBT community to meet up, um, learn something new and socialise really. And they're all voluntary and free as well, so I don't charge for them. Oh, excellent. Um, what got you uh, started doing the historic walks? Um, so i like to point out that I haven't... Um, I'm not a, a historian or anyone like that. I'm not someone that's uh, particularly interested in history, especially in schools. So what got them started was I was a member of a website called Out Everywhere. And this was around 2003 to 2007 I was on there. And the website sort of encourages members to um, organise events. So um, around that time, Bristol wasn't really on the radar as it is these days. You know, obviously Bristol's quite a, a happening place to be, but back then it wasn't so. So I just started doing events in Bristol um, in the hope to get people coming to the city and finding out how actually really nice it was. Uh, it is still. Um, so it just kind of snowballed from that really. So I, I, I did just do some walks around Bristol and then um, around that time, this is going to be a very long-winded answer, I promise. Oh, <laughs> Sorry it's alright, it's alright. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm used to Kaz, it's fine. <laughs> okay, um, so there's quite a lot of factors in this then really. So around that time I, um, I was in a pub in Bristol, the Griffin, um, very long time ago, a very probably hazy evening and um, I met a friend, um, and my now friend Nigel who lives in New Zealand, so I sort of showed him around Bristol. Um, trying to work out what things are and the history behind them and then that got me onto a path of um, sort of learning more about the history of my home city really and so yeah so it's kind of, for it. um, yeah cause I, 
I just I think because I wasn't taught boring facts and figures like I was at school, I kind of I used to live in Bedminster at the time, and I used to cross um, the bridge on Cumberland Road. And whereas you go down to Wapping Wharf now, you have to take a right turn and go past this big structure, like a gate, um, on your way to the Louisiana and then down that way into town. And I always wondered what it was. And then um, one day I did a... Because I was showing my friend around and because I was doing walks around Bristol at the same time, I kind of realised I just wanted to know what it was. And I just found out it used to be a prison gate and um, mm. they used to, um, it used to be on, it was called the New Jail and um, they used to hang, public, public, publicly hang people in like, executions. Um, they used to sort of hang people on top of that gate and I thought, wow, I just walked past this every day without realising the dark oh history behind it. And, and then I learned about the Bristol riots where the city was set on fire and then I just, it just snowballed into all these different stories started to unravel and I thought if I could do a, a, a sort of a walk around Bristol and sort of bring these stories alive somehow I thought that would be more of a, an interesting angle really so that's how it all started. I know what you mean though about the history lessons because you're kind of you're taught out of a textbook and if you're actually walking around immersed in it it really brings it to life doesn't it? Yeah, so I, 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 I'm not a, I'm not a facts and figures kind of person. I'm very, I'm, I'm a, like in my spare time, I'm an artist. So I'm, I'm, you know, my way of learning is very different. And I used to work in um, at Bristol, which is We Are the Curious now, and I used to present shows there. So I, I kind of learned um, a new way of teaching. So like it's this informal learning. So it's not necessarily giving everybody the quest, you know, bombarding people with too many facts. It's about just plonking a sort of like seed of curiosity, you know, and, and it's about that person taking that kind of, that sort of, you know, not that <laughs> the seed with them, I guess. And then they'll just, you know, the ideas will grow from that seed. That's the kind of idea. And, and so in my walks, I try and do different types of learning. So... I do, there's acting on there. So you can just come along and just see loads of my friends try and put on a performance um, and make loads of mistakes. Or you could go there for the facts and figures, but you can also just go and see these um, areas and stories and buildings come alive in front of you. Or you can just not take any interest and just chat along with people. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's so it's a good. It's a good way to get people together, especially from the LGBT mm. community. and. You know, it's a bit of a safe space, safe space, I would imagine, as well. Yeah. Do you have a lot of people then, Matthew, come along to these tours? Um, yeah, so I, I don't really publicise them that much. Um, so I started off with nine, and it's grown to about 80 to 100, oh, sometimes 100-plus wow. people, so it's do quite they, a mission. Do people watching wondering what the hell's going along? Was like yes. hundreds of people walking <laughs> around following you, like, what's happening? <laughs> There was one talk, I got a whole, I had about 100, I think it's 150 people outside St. Mary's Church. And um, and we went and crossed um, the Zebra Crossing out there, and I think we we must have caused a jam, a a, a sort of traffic jam. Um, So um, I try and avoid as much road tossing as possible. But there was also like a helicopter above us, like a police helicopter, I think. He was thinking we were actually starting a riot. (laughs) 
Numbers will grow, um, and um, you know when I went out my first nine people, I I was so happy that nine people made the effort to come there, and it's so nice and rewarding to see people bring their friends along, their mums, dads, their dogs, but um, and it's also nice to see um, you know a more diverse crowd grow over time as well, which is fantastic, which is the aim really. Uh, Matthew, do you want to talk about how you do like a different theme each time and you dress up? Because I thought that was really interesting. So, uh, I've doing a different theme each time, which is only why I do two walks a year. Is uh, There's a lot of effort that goes behind it. So I have to... Because I haven't... You know, I've, my, my knowledge of Bristol's sort of developed over time and, and with one walk, I would think, oh, I just touched on that subject. That might be something to expand on to the next one. So um, for me, it keeps my interest going, and I don't. If I did the same walk every time, I think I'd get very bored, and that would then translate to the audience, I reckon. So um, I kind of get my and through the feedback I've had. So one advice also I'd have to anyone doing something like this is always have your friends there to to sort of tell you what went right and what went wrong and I just found that people were more engaged with the acting, the the um, the more the sort of, sorry I think incorporates things like the Vogue rap or um, <laughs> uh, I've done all sorts of uh, done some really random stuff but the whole idea is just to to bring some of the facts and make it more memorable for certain people. So yeah, so I, I get costumes every time. We kind of just um, spend um, I spend one evening with a, re a rehearsal with friends with lots and lots of wine, and then the next day we just just play these plays. But yeah, so that's the whole idea of them, and it gives people an incentive to go to the next one. So, what different themes have you done so far then? Um, so I've done 24 walks so far. Wow. And I get to the age now where I probably can't really remember everything. So, um, so I've done a theatre one. Um, that was a really good one. So we just went to all the theatres on the outside. And then we went into... We, and I, I, I was at the stage where I had enough people I could fit into a theatre. So we did a backstage tour of the old Vic, which they, uh, they kindly... Um, did us to do, but I've done war, uh, World War history, so the Bristol Blitz. Um, done like Saxons, so Bristol started in the Saxon times and around ten. What did you wear for the Saxons? Like a, a, a peasant <laughs> uniform or, or like outfit <laughs> rather? I wore a helmet <laughs> and um, a like John Snow cloak. <laughs> um, oh, so yeah, I, I don't always dress up, but for that one, I did dress up. Um, but yeah, so I do areas as well. So, um, so I've done like Bedminster. So I covered one of my favourite stories in Bristol history, which is Princess Caribou. Um, we ended up going around all the different areas of Bedminster and talking about history. I've done Old Market, so that was 
going around talking about all sorts of um, different aspects of that area. I've done the English Civil War. Um, the list goes on, really. Done plaques, <laughs> Harborside. There's so much history in Bristol. I, I, I had no idea. So it, that's been really interesting. So, OK, so what's the structure of the day, Matthew? OK, so um, we usually start about lunchtime, about 12 o'clock. Um, so you, I have like a starting point, which I mentioned on the, face, on the, the Facebook event. So everyone turns up. Um, I give everyone like a visual guide, so um, that usually has might have a competition if I'm feeling very generous on that particular um, walk. But it's, it's oh, the idea of it. Um, well, <laughs> it's, well, one Bristol blue glass. Um, I took it on the SS Great Britain. I, um, it was just because because all fair do the walks are free. I, I always get people generously donate money, so I invest that money into Aww. the next walk. So sometimes I'm a bit over, so I just throw a, a prize in. But yeah, so I do like a visual guide so people can sort of see like if a building or a scene or a person is no longer, you know, so they can actually see that person or building. And that, the old idea is handing out the visual guide. It is, gives me a chance to actually greet people, people who have not necessarily been on a walk before. Um, and then we just kick start. Um, you don't have to be, uh, this, the whole idea of the, the, the walks is that then designed to make everyone feel a bit comfortable. Um, I try and make but everyone comfortable. Bring your walking shoes. Yes, bring your walking shoes, particularly. <laughs> um, so um, I find that uh, the most one of the most important things is not necessarily the sort of the, the stops where I deliver the information and all the you know the the, uh, the, the plays and everything. But I noticed as they go on, it's the walking in between stops that's just important because that allows people to digest information. And then when I'm leading a walk. And I can hear a loud chatter behind me where everyone's chatting and getting to know each other or talk about what they've seen. Because all the all the uh, all the attention's on me so far. And I'm I'm not the most confident person in the world, but um I, I'm I'm you know, I am confident enough to do something like this. And um and yeah, so we do that and then um at the end of the walk, um you can either say goodbye or I usually I always hire space in the pub afterwards, so if anyone wants some food and drink, they can socialise further. So, so it leads to a massive, uh, a massive piss-up, is that what you're saying, Matthew? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so, so nervous before a walk, I don't eat any breakfast, so I, I, but I try my best. <laughs> you're walking all that time, I'm sure you can uh, you can have a drink, and then there you go. You've already burned your calories for the day, and you can have a pint <laughs> at the end of it. Absolutely, yes, yes. <laughs> One pint or ten in it. <laughs> yeah, uh, do, you, do you start uh, in the do you start in the pub before the walk? Because I was going to say it, I ain't going to make it around. <laughs> no, you know. no, thankfully not. No, <laughs> it, there's a there's a such a uh, company called Pissed Up Shakespeare, and they get absolutely <laughs> absolutely hammered before their production, and it's meant to be quite fun to watch. <laughs> but it's you not like won't that. Remember, like, much of it the next day, though, would you? <laughs> no, I don't particularly want to be punished for delivering. <laughs> Have you ever had any really drunken people come on your tour? 
Um, not necessarily. I've had random tourists turn up. Um, where they just, just said, well, and just joined, they just <laughs> saw a group and they thought, right, well, we'll just join the yeah. queue. Yeah, yeah, but he just went to this, there's a, a man from, I think it was San Diego or San Francisco, he turned up one walk, he said, just asked me what it was about, and I said, it's well, we're doing a history walk for, you know, but I mentioned that, you know, it's just primarily designed for LGBT plus community but you're more than welcome to join and he did and he had a lovely time so um, yeah so it's really nice yeah it's really nice uh, it's nice when people do like chance encounters it's really nice when I see people have not been on one before um, friend of a friend and they you know they come along to the next one and they invite somebody so you know it, it, it's a really lovely feeling and I if something's not broke then they try and fix it really and mm. as long as I'm enjoying it and people enjoying it I'll continue doing them really I would imagine you you, uh, you end up having uh, people go on the walks and make uh, a lot of friendships and a lot of connections so you've joined them together well done yes yes it's, it's, it's this old phrase where um, I remember going to like funerals when I was a child and your great aunties I always overhear them say oh we must meet under happier circumstances and that really stuck with me and I thought well why isn't there more happier circumstances no, and, absolutely. and I and I, I just that, that that really stuck with me um hearing that as a child and so this is kind of like my answer to that let's make some happier circumstances you know let's 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 create an event so that's when you do two a year they're not they're not too they're not overdone and I've got enough energy to do them and and it's that's that's the whole premise really and people say that it's the only time that you know they see their groups of friends together um, in the year you know and, and it's, it's really touching to hear that really and that, that's what it's about the community is all about strengthening bonds and and I, I try and create something which is open, you know, everyone's welcome, you know, the only limitations is how far you can walk. Um, and I was about a, to ask, actually, for those yeah. who are thinking about joining one of your walks, um, how, mm. what is sort of the general mileage? How, how long does it take? Yeah. Um, because some people are, are better than others. I mean, do the oldies have to bring a walking stick or, you know, one of them yeah. hiking ones? <laughs> The whole thing usually lasts about two and a half hours. I know that sounds like a very long time, but once you got the thing started, the latecomers come. So, you know, I try and sort of stop where there's seating and stuff like that. But yeah, if, if your general fitness is okay, then great, you know, I think that's worth, you know, or you can just try and come along and, you know, do my best, you know, and if you find it's too much of a struggle, then I won't be offended if you can't do the whole thing but um it's it's generally about you know it's just usually around the center of bristol but um i've i can't really estimate but it's, it's about it's about 45 minutes walking time um, so, um you've got to imagine that's like 80 to 100 people walking in a way so but it's not like speed walking yeah People could bring, you know, one of them little hiking backpacks with a little chair on on the back, and then whenever you stop, just sit and sit and uh, admire the view and listen yeah. to you chat on their yeah. little chair. Yeah, they can do. Yeah, someone does actually do that. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of uh, yeah. So it's it's not highbrow. It's not like academic. It's 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 basically 
it's a lot of fun. You know, it, I, I like to think it's it's not take the walks don't take themselves too seriously, and I hope people. But you know, they're, they're peppered with lots of information and stuff. So it's you know, if you just take one foot away from the, from the walk, then great. You know, but the main thing is the experience. And I got uh, a regular attendee called Andrew, and he bring he, he usually brings a BSL interpreter with him. So. If he does that, I, I'll advertise the fact that there's a BSL interpreter and it's great that, you know, members of the deaf community can join along sometimes too. So, yeah, that's, it's, that's what it's all about really for me. Excellent. And um, when is your next event planned for? Yeah, good question. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my last uh, history walk was meant, uh, well, it was meant to be April. So the, the, the first Saturday of every April and September, unfortunately, due to the pandemic, I've had to stop the history walks for the time being. So um, I was planning for April next year, but that might look un- very unlikely. So hopefully the first September of next year, but um, I do have um, a Facebook page um, where people can just join. Everyone's welcome to join in. And that's where I kind of announce the next event. Um, and if you go on Facebook and search Matthew's Historical Walks of Bristol, um, you'll find um, it's like a, a rainbow-coloured sort of one of those pride um, colour filters over a historic map of Bristol. So join there. But if you're not on Facebook, but would like, or if you have any more questions or answers, then just feel free to email me. Um, the two T's, Matthew Price at Matthew Price Artist at gmail.com. Um, I'm very happy to answer any queries or notify anyone that way if they're not on Facebook. Brilliant, ideal. Thank you very much for um, joining us and. Uh, uh, I guess it brings us to that time where you get to uh, challenge me now at my quick fire quiz. You can check out the Chris and Cash Show by visiting thechrisandcashshow.co.uk.